0: On this episode of Locked on Lightning, it looks like the Lightning are out on Barbashev, but no fear. There's other players in the crosshairs for the Bolts. We talk about those players and more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Denker. I'd like to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Tonight we're talking about Tampa Bay Lightning, I guess, shifting gears. Now, it was reported earlier today by or 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 at least I it came across my desk earlier today that it looks as though that Tampa Bay at least for the time being is no longer in the, the running for Ivan Barbashev. And, and, and I will say this, that the, that that the whole thing that is going on with, 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 with St. Louis right now, they trade away Tarasenko. They, they, they trade away O'Reilly. And, you know, now I, I saw something the other day on Twitter as well. And and I don't know if this was from a credit, a, a credible source on Twitter. Now that we know the kind of the landscape that Twitter is these days, but it, I, I saw something. I, I don't like I said, I don't know what the source was, but if this is true, this makes absolutely no sense, but the, the, the blues possibly in on Patrick Kane, but I don't know. That'd be very confusing, but, what we do know for sure, or at least looks like it most likely is the case for the Tampa Bay Lightning at this point in time, that they are no longer uh, in the sweepstakes for Ivan Barbashev, which if you've been listening to the show for at least the last two weeks, if you're joining us for the first time today, well, congratulations. Welcome to the bandwagon or or welcome to Bolts Nation if you're just jumped in onto the hockey bandwagon. You want to pick a team? The, the, it, yeah, it, it looks like Ivan Barbashev, And I said this from the start, at least the last couple of weeks or so, mm-hmm. as the trade deadline was, was or the trade moves, at least if you want to call them that. I mean, we're still a little ways away from the deadline happening March 3rd. It, it, it I said this every single day. I I, I said I, I I thought it was very important for the Lightning. Now this is a year where they're not going to get, you know, the 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 high level guys, the guys that everybody else is looking after, the Tarasenko's, the Canes. You know, uh, I saw a headline on Daily Faceoff by Frank Cervelli, uh, which was the perfect way to describe how the Lightning are in terms of what they have to deal out in terms of trade chips. Uh, and I'm going to quote him right here. The lighting would like to be shopping at Gucci, but they got the wallet befitting of Walmart, which couldn't be any more true. A- and that is part of the reason why I really wanted the lighting to pull the trigger on this deal as soon as possible. Um, you know, because it, it feels like, especially with the Bohar Vat trade, that kind of expedited things for the for the the trade market and i i've stressed it immensely that every day that goes by the lightning are kind of just getting closer and closer to the unfortunate reality that they're kind of they're, they're, they're kind of digging themselves a hole to where they may not be able to get something done. And Frank Cervelli, uh, pretty much confirmed it on daily face off, uh, that that is what is happening with the lightning in terms of, at least for the Ivan Barbashev. Now that doesn't, that doesn't mean that they are completely out, that they have no other options outside of Barbashev, um. I did some scouring around the NHL. I I was comparing team records. I was looking at players that are on favorable deals or, or players that teams wouldn't, it, it wouldn't be a big to do if the lightning were to call up these teams and say, Hey, what do you want to do about getting a deal done? And the two players that really stuck out to me and one of these guys, uh, Pretty much, it, his name's been floated around very lightly for the Lightning. If in the occurrence that they weren't able to get a deal done for Barber Shev. and that was Sean Lafferty from the Chicago White uh, Chicago White Sox, totally different sport. Chicago Blackhawks center could play the wing position. Uh, has speed in speed in speed in his game. Uh, very good on the power play, which the Lightning have been really really hoping that they could that that they could improve upon uh like I've said in the past, you know, the lightning, listen, they they are and, and some people might get the wrong impressions when I talk about the lightning, what their needs are, uh, where they excel, where they fall short on this show. And the lightning are a very good all-around team. And, and I, I mean that that is with with them being oh so close to second in the Atlantic division, where a month ago, I don't think a lot of us would have guessed that that would have been a thing or that they would have been in shooting different uh distance. Oh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. But that doesn't mean that they can't improve. My main, my, my beef, I guess, if you want to say, with the Lightning that with them all year long is that as successful as they have been on the power play, my issue with them is that that number, if you were to just look at that without seeing, you know, watching games and looking at game logs, you would expect that the Lightning are a good team, and they are on paper. But my main issue is that they're inconsistent. They they go games where they shouldn't be, you know, going 0 for 6. And, and that was what I was talking with a listener with, I don't know if it was on YouTube or Twitter, but my my thing, what I was saying about this Lightning team, and, and it kind of fell into that, is that, you know, this team is good. They're very good, but they have, just like every other team in the league, room for improvement. And Sam Lafferty, he's a good, I guess, fallback choice, if you want to call him that. I mean, I never want to look at someone. Uh, Any player, whether it be in a trade deadline or even on the team and and call them a backup plan or whatever, because I I feel like that's somewhat insulting to the player that is being spoken about. Sam Lafferty, uh, in case you're you're curious about or have never heard of him, 27 years old, 50 games played this year, 10 goals, 21 points. Uh, My opinion, a very good solid choice for a third line. And that's really what it is. I, I I think you know the two needs on this Lightning team are defensive depth and and third and and forward depth, scoring depth. Uh, Sam Lafferty, I don't think he's going to be a huge addition, but I'm not looking for him to have some sort of a of a Nick Paul type appearance or performance on this team. I'm looking more for a guy that is able to be coming and 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 kind of put out a performance of what we saw like from Barkley Goodrow a couple of years ago when he was brought in. And I think that's what lightning fans, if, unless, you know, you are very realistic, I think that's where we need to measure the expectations that as successful as Nick Paul was and, and set the world on fire, you know, the chances of that happening are almost one in a million with a new player, but I like Lafferty. I, I I think, you know, everything I've seen with him, um, the, the everything that I've 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 read about him, uh, the, the thing that sticks out to me, which I really like and I think could potentially down the road help the lightning, especially in a in a playoff series. He has four shorthanded goals on the season, which is very impressive, which tells you that he has an eye for disrupting the play and and has that speed like we discussed. Going down the other side of the ice. So that's that's something Lightning fans should look at and and think about and and look at as positive. You know, uh like I said, you know, it, I, I think a lot of us would have preferred to get an Ivan Barbashev. But you know, you always have to have some sort of plan A, plan B, or whatever you want to call it. And and I think Lafferty is definitely a good plan B one. And and I, I I think the likelihood of a deal getting done with Chicago, um, would I I would probably the percentage would probably be if 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 Julian Brees boss hasn't already done so, calling up Chicago and say we want Lafferty, but obviously we don't have a lot to give you in terms of you know we're not giving you first overall pick we're not giving you number one picks. Uh, we're we're not giving you. I mean, we'll we'll talk about what the lightning can give back in a potential deal, uh, but you know, they're not getting back the return that we saw them get in the trade for Brandon Hagel last year. So uh, definitely Lafferty, I would say, is probably a good plan B one in it if the Lightning choose to do so and going after him and then and, and striking up a deal with Chicago. In the upcoming segment, I will be talking about another player who I have very much liked over the last couple years. years, um, a guy who I feel reminds me, if you, if you follow me on Twitter, you know where I'm going with this, but a, a, a player that I, I, I feel – can bring back some nostalgia in his play, um, if he were to come to the Lightning, and, and I'll explain more about that. And that is Tanner Janot of the Nashville Predators. So we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about today's sponsor. Now they're the number one sports book in America, and that is our friends at FanDuel. Now they are running a great deal right now because new customers get a no sweat first bet. Up to $1,000, that's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Sports bet, Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. The Lightning are currently sitting at plus 1,200 odds to win the Stanley Cup final. And I like those. Those are the be- third best odds in the league. Um, excuse me, the, the, the fifth best odds. In the league, uh, with the Boston Bruins sitting at plus 500, the Avalanche, the Hurricanes at plus 700, and the Toronto Maple Leafs at plus 900. So, Tampa, you know, not completely out of it. Like I said, very good team, very good chance to get back to the Eastern Conference final. They just, I like we've been saying the entire time, just need that extra piece to get them right back uh, to the final. So, definitely go in on that bet right now and so don't miss that chance to get your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com locked on that's fanduel.com locked on to learn more make every moment more with fanduel so once again thank everybody for tuning in in today's show and if you haven't already done so please go ahead and subscribe to our youtube channel drop a comment below how you feel about Sam Lafferty or do you like him or would you prefer, would you prefer my alternative to him? And that is Tanner Janot. Now we're, you might be familiar with Tanner Janot as he is, has been a part with the, of the Nashville predators for the last three years. And he, you know what? I, And put in the perspective, let me just list off his numbers first to preface it. 81 games last year, 24 goals, 41 points. And on top of that, 130 penalty minutes. And you love to see it. Oh, and by the way, five of those goals were game winners. Honestly, you know, the more I look at Janot, as much as I, I... Listen, if the Lightning make a deal within the next hour or, you know, the next day for Lafferty, I'm fine with it. That's great. But, you know, you know, I have to say he 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 just the numbers and plus, you know, I've been able to see him play a lot more than Lafferty. I have to say, I mean. He reminds me a lot. I, I, I'm getting Yanni Gord vibes here. Now, is he going to play? to the same level of success as that we saw from Yanni Gord, that's a whole nother conversation for another day and a conversation to be had if he were to come here. Now this year, a little bit of a drop-off, and you might say "Eh," 55 games played, five goals, 14 points, a little bit of a coming-down-to-earth season, uh, 83 penalty minutes, one game winning goal. I don't mind it. I like it. I, I, I think that, you know, we've, we see it all over the NHL. We're seeing it with Ross Colton this year after having a good couple of years or a good year. I I, I think that everybody goes through this, you know, unless you're a superstar, which obviously, you know, Tanner, Tanner, Janot is not, but we're not looking for superstars. We're looking for a guy to come in, contribute on the third line, a guy that could do a little bit of everything. And and when I see Tanner Jano play, I think of Yanni Gord, but a little bit of more beef on beef on him. Uh, he he is uh, coming weighing in right now at two oh eight, which is pretty good, six uh, two. So you know you know that he's able to go out there, and I mean if the penalty minutes don't tell you otherwise. Uh, he goes out there and he's not afraid to throw his body around. He's not af- And and he has the ability to score. Um, I don't see, you know, the, the more I talk about it, quite honestly, the I, more I like Tanner Janelle. I, I, I think that, and, and I'm not trying to pick on him, but I think he slides in quite perfectly into Nemestikov's spot. Now, saying that after Nemestikov just came off a road trip when she scored two goals i i really like him you know if you throw him on that fourth line that's fine but as i previously stated on the last episode i don't really like the long-term idea of having pat maroon on that third line um if you got if you throw a guy if you bring in a guy like like Tanner janot then you don't need to put pat maroon on the on the third line along Nick paul and ross ross Colton I think a guy like that who has a little bit more knack of finding the back of the net, as Jano has proven he can, I, I, I think you bring a guy in like that who is also has the ability to, to play physical, uh, to play very well in all three zones. I, I, I think that you throw Maroon back down, and I think the only guy, if you want to th- switch him around with other lines, you know, let's say Jano comes in, and you know he's not playing. It's taken him a little longer to figure out, which is fine. I think at the end of the day, you know, if you're moving guys around, which we all know Cooper is going to do, regardless of you know, just to give the other team different looks. I I, I think that Corey Perry is going to be that guy. I like I said, not a huge fan of Pat Maroon playing above the fourth line. It's not a knock against Rig. It's just I just don't think he the the long-term success you know i'm i'm thinking i'm not thinking about next game i'm thinking about the playoffs when i when i say this and and you know you're probably seeing yourself well we got a long ways towards the playoff but at the end of the day you know isn't that what the rest of the season is from now until you know game 82 is is getting ready for for the stanley cup playoffs getting ready for the toronto maple Leafs because like I've said, unless there's some massive, colossal meltdown by the Boston Bruins, which I, I think we could all agree at this point isn't going to happen, the more likely outcome, and and I would say probably 98% or even 99% outcome, is going to be uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning playing against the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, you know, you got to play every game as if this is a tune-up for for Toronto. Now, you also might say, look at that statement and say, "Well, Adam, you know what? Doesn't isn't that how a team burns out? Isn't that how a team gets mentally exhausted before the playoffs? And we definitely don't want that happening. Well, that's why you rest guys. That's why you bring in guys like a like a Tanner Jono, like a like a Sam Lafferty, uh, and, and, and you don't play." your, your big guns as much. I mean, you're still going to play players, uh, guys, you know, you're still going to play the guys that you need to play in order to win on a nightly basis. Um, but I, I, I think that, you know, I mean, if, if hypothetically speaking, if the Lightning could bring in both of those guys, that'd be pretty awesome. I think in my book, I, I, I would be pretty impressed to see how Julian Brees boss even, even makes that deal. So, you know, if you know, if the lightning could do that, that'd be great. I, but more likely than not, uh, we're probably going to see one or the other in the in the coming weeks. Hopefully, hopefully, like I said, I wouldn't rule out as much as disappointed as I would be. I wouldn't rule out the lightning uh, not really making a deal because I don't think Julian Brees' boss is going to make a deal for the sake of making a deal. Um, so we'll we'll see in the upcoming weeks. Uh, for that. But yeah, I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you put Jano in, in that third line. You got him with with uh, with Paul and, and Colton. I think not only does that help Jano down the line and get him acclimated, but that definitely helps Ross Colton start to pick things up, especially, you know, after scoring your goal the other night against the Anaheim Ducks. So wrapping things up on the show if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We are also available on the Odyssey app, so go ahead and do that. Uh, subscribe to us on there as well. And like I said earlier in the show, if you haven't already done so, subscribe to the channel uh, on YouTube. Drop a thumb, uh, drop a thumbs up. Hit that notification bell so as soon as the new episode comes out, you are notified uh, of it coming out and you can listen. So wrapping things up we've been talking very much lately obviously about you know Ivan barbashev now he's out of the equation you got Sam lafferty still in the mix kind of been low-key in the mix for a long time um and then you know now we have the the kind of the talk sort of at least for me I or the idea um I, I and I'm sure Julian Brees boss has him on his radar but Tanner, you know, from the National Predators, can the Lightning possibly get him? You know, Nashville is kind of hanging on in the West, but not really um, sort of losing ground day by day. Um, now we're talking about the guy who who are the Lightning going to have to give up? You know, that's that that was that's been the biggest thing for me. Uh, almost dreading as to who's name might pop up, you know, in in going the other way in a potential deal. Now, we've spoken a lot on the show in terms of the lack there of trade chips that the Lightning do have in their possession. We all know they've been swinging for the fences every single year uh, since 2020, which is, I mean, you got to go for it. I mean, this the window isn't going to stay open forever in Tampa Bay, so go for it. And so right now, you know, looking at the biggest trade, pieces and when i say trade pieces in the grand scheme of things especially if i'm an opposing gm i'm not i'm not blowing up Brees phone over any of these assets really you know the thing that the lightning could do as much as it pains me to say this if they were to to make one last ditch effort for a high quality forward now we've said i said early on in the episode that the lightning need a deaf defenseman I, I just, you know, if anything, you, you just have Cal Foot ready to go in the wings. Um, and and you know, I, I think the only move that may need to be made is you move headman down to the second line. And I know that sounds like blasphemy, but if you're looking for offensive production or some any or any offensive production out of out of the defenseman, I'm sorry, it's not Hetty's year. You move Sergachev up to the first line potentially with Bogosian, which is fine. Um, So I don't know. I I, I think scoring obviously you got to go with that, and and I think obviously you're going to find better choices uh, on the offensive side of things in in a forward. Uh, So, but looking at trade chips, obviously a first rounder, the Lightning's 2025 first round pick. The thing is is that the Lightning have traded their first round pick every year over the last couple of years to get a deal done, and that's perfectly fine. It is it is come out come out coming out of it has been uh three Stanley Cup final appearances, two Stanley Cups, and that's fine. That's perfectly fine, but you know, obviously you you have now depleted yourself of quality talent in the first round. Um So, and speaking of quality talent, you know the Lightning don't really have much of that. I mean, they do, but at the same time, like I said in the last episode, you know the most you're ever going to see out of these guys, unless you see some, you know, kind of Braden Point Nikita Kucherov level emergence, which, quite honestly, no disrespect to these guys, um, don't see that happening anytime soon. Um, Jack Finley, we've spoken about him. Uh, he he was the Lightning second-round pick in 2020. The thing that I think is going to be a little bit of an allure to him for, for most teams is his size. He is 6'6", and he is a center. As we all know in today's NHL, centers are a hot commodity and, and a, at the same time a scarce uh, thing for some teams. So who knows? Maybe you could dangle that carrot in front of a team and get them to bite. Uh, the other names that pop to mind, really, honestly, is is Hugo Annafelt, um, big goaltender, six foot three, Swede, in in the Lightning's developmental system up in Syracuse. Uh, he's got a not, he's got a save percentage of nine two three in in twenty games this year up in Syracuse. Now, obviously, as talented as he's been, um, and, and you could see that talent in the World Juniors, the chances are that. He's never going to be able to get a fair shot with the Lightning as long as Vasilevsky's in that. So, so you know, light the Lightning should just trade him away and see what they could get back in the meantime. Um, you know, it, that's just the that's just how sports is, you know, and, and you know maybe that's another trade chip. You know, the I don't think that Nashville would be crazy going after Anafel considering they have UC Soros as their franchise goaltender for the foreseeable future. Chicago maybe, I think, would probably entertain that thought. Um, off the top of my head, I'm not entirely sure what, what their goaltending situation in their minor league system looks like. But I think the guarantee you could have for any team that's in the middle of a rebuild is that most likely uh, their goaltending situation is a dumpster fire. The other team that comes to mind, um, not I mean, the only other team that comes to mind, unfortunately, we're probably not going to be able – trading trading with a division rival isn't going to do anything, but Buffalo, one good dream, you know. Um, and then the other name that comes to mind, um, but I, I, I think that the return isn't going to be that much, is the rights to Isaac Howard. Uh, we all know uh, what he – what all the hype was around him uh drafted by the lightning this year uh and and you know hat tore it up with the with the US developmental team and now he's just on he's just having an, a disappointing season in his first year in college at Minnesota Duluth so i i think more likely than not if not this year maybe next year over the summer we might see the lightning trade him away at some point I wouldn't be disappointed. I, I just think that you know, as, as as kind of just a fun personality, he looks like that he has. I just think that the Lightning, as much as everyone was excited to see what he did, um, who knows? You know, maybe Julian Brescios will hold on to him for the for the future and see what you know how he improves in college. Um, but at the same time, I, I I think that if you're still trying to win and still serious about winning a Stanley Cup. Um, you kind of have to to, sh- to shoot for the stars, and, and it doesn't only have to be for draft picks. So, you know, if you're trading away some of your top prospects, and, and I use that term very lightly considering the Lightning's minor league system isn't exactly good um, at the moment, uh, you should do it. Because it's, like I said, you know, these guys are talented players regardless, but at the end of the day, I don't see any of these guys ascending past a third line. Um, so yeah, let me know in the comments below, uh, who, whether it be, Jano, whether it be Lafferty, is there a name that I have not mentioned on the show that you like? Do you still think that the lightning are in it for Barbashev? You know, everything I've, like I said, everything I've been hearing doesn't, it, it seems like that that ship has sailed at this point in time. Uh, let me know. Do you agree with the trade chips? Do you think that there's someone else in the minor leagues? Or do you think that the lightning should just not pull the trigger and look f- within? Um, I I was talking with a, a Twitter use uh, a lightning fan on Twitter saying. I would wishful thinking would like to see the lightning maybe tr- take another stab at trying to elevate on and- uh, Alex Barre Boulay uh, to the NHL level. I thought, you know, in the limited time he had with the lightning, I thought he played very well and, and, You know, who else knows some of this teammates better? uh, Some of these guys that are currently on the team better than Alex Barre-Boulet. So uh, we'll continue to monitor the whole trade deadline situation surrounding the Tampa Bay Lightning as the deadline gets closer and closer and closer. uh, And, of course, break news if there is any to break. So in the meantime, that has been it for this episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Zanker. I'll talk to you in the next one.